Good morning, Northlanders, and welcome to Sound Off. The Sound Off host is Brad Bennett, who has served this country as a Marine Corps sergeant during the Vietnam War and has served this community as a three-term member of the Duluth School Board. Now, Sound Off and let your voice be heard. Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Okay, all right, all right. Let's cut that music there. Bring it down. Bring it there. There you go. Uh, Brad is not here this morning. If you've been listening this week, uh, Brad has been telling you and us and me that he's uh, going fishing today. Fishing up in Jacksonville, Florida, in that area. And I'm not going to try to pretend I know where he's fishing at. He said something about an inlet, but he will not be on the ocean. But, you know, they've got... uh, Areas up there where the freshwater rivers meet the ocean water. What is it called, Jan? Is it brackish? Is that brackish waters? For dark the, stained water, you mean? Yeah, where the freshwater meets the salt water. I don't know. We've just. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, that voice is my wife, Jan. She may be uh, chiming in from time to time. I just told her to come on down, sit in the studio with me, and hold my hand for three hours so I can get through this. <laughs> I'm so nervous. No, I've done this before. We'll get through it. But uh, so glad you could tune in and listen uh, this morning on 610 KDAL Sound Off without Brad Bennett, I like to say. So uh, we're going to uh, get through three hours today. If you want to call in and talk about things that are on your mind, feel free to. I'll try to engage you as well as I can. 218-722-0839. Or if you hear something, excuse me, if you hear hear something that uh, I say and it uh, strikes you to call, do that. 218-722-0839. 218-722-0839. And you've got a variety of ways to listen to KDAL and this show in particular, Sound Off. You can listen on the radio. Yeah, 610 AM on the AM dial. Or maybe the FM dial, 103.9 FM. And a lot of people call and say, I can't get that frequency. Well, that's kind of a Duluth Superior frequency. It's uh, just for the near... Uh, areas of Duluth and Superior, 103.9. When you get out of range, yeah, you can't hear it. But I've got to tell you, I've been over to Cornucopia, Wisconsin, and uh, Point Port Wing, and that area of Wisconsin, I can get that frequency. So, and the other option is the Internet or the website or the app. Yeah, kdal610.com, you can listen now. And then we do have the app and other options. So you have options. That's what we offer. 18 degrees at the National Weather Service, and it is windy. Yes, it is. Uh, Winds uh, currently are out of the northwest at 15 miles an hour, gusting to 37. So we do have a wind chill of 4 degrees, 18 and blowing snow. I just talked with Kevin at the National Weather Service in Duluth. Had a nice conversation with Kevin. Last snowfall check was at 10 a.m., and Duluth has received two inches of snow from this recent band of snow. Two inches to add to the 77.7. I just wish we could stop right there. That's the slot machine snow total, 77.7. But now with this two inches, uh, we're going to be at, uh, what, 79.7. So we're zeroing in on 80 inches of snowfall in Duluth. 
Uh, currently, we're, now this is prior to the two inches, but we're 27, 28 inches above normal. 28 inches above normal snowfall. Snow depth is at 25 inches. 46 is the record high for January 27th. 46 back in 1906. 33 below the record low, 1885. My goodness, that's even before Dave Strandberg was around. 33 below. On this day in 1966, the high temperature was 18 below. Pretty chilly, huh? Oh, yeah. And that 18 below is uh, one of the coldest high temperatures on record here in Duluth. Yeah. 5.04, sunset tonight. 7.39 was the sunrise this morning. 7.39. So President Biden's been in the news lately, Jan. Have you noticed that? And he's been saying some Um, things. Okay, so um, being that I've been out of politics for about two years, and most of my friends know that, um, do I want to even comment? No, I'm not asking you to comment. I'm just asking you to say yes or no. You know, go ahead. Just, oh, yeah, oh, I see. I see. Okay, Okay, so you just want me to just do the wife thing. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I was a delegate in the state of Minnesota in 2018, um, but... So are we referring to uh, papers that were in his garage? <laughs> documents in the... Well, no, I wasn't, I wasn't going garage. to the document part necessarily. Okay. I mean, we certainly can, but, uh, yeah. you know, is it... And he did tell Peter Ducey, the Fox News uh, White House guy, that uh, the, uh, the documents were in his locked garage along oh. with his Corvette. So that makes us feel safer, correct? The <laughs> classified documents that yeah. the vice president you know, has are from, in his locked garage. Yeah, from what I know, that if you're president, if you're a past president, you can have them. Uh, but um, in this, the, so those documents were from his prior, uh, his his uh, vice presidency under. Why did he Barack have Obama. those documents? Well, they do. Ha- you know, so like Pence had had classified documents. Um, Trump had, and 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 I'm sure other presidents have. But with the way the media is now. Everybody knows everything. Yeah, but again, we're we're hearing, and I don't think that this was a big issue up yeah. until uh, the uh, the issue with uh, President Trump and the FBI raided you know, Mar-a-Lago. My opinion is that I think they want to come clean because they know that they're next. So if they know that Trump was in, I, I believe, you know, Biden, they, I think that's what's happening is that each side uh, is, is looking into their backgrounds, and I think they're using it for polit- political reasons. Yeah. Uh, what are these documents? Have we they're heard? Classified. We don't know because they're classified. You know, so these are documents that t- classified documents are something that they that he may have taken from the. And I'm sure that there was a lot of documents that were, you know, I, I mean, they're they're able to. So they're correspondence like in a business. You have cla- you have documents that are classified. So you have documents that you propri- proprietary information that you have with a company or whatever. But. In Washington, they have the cl- classified documents. Now, from what I understand, is that prior presidents they do presidents do have access to or have or do take them out of the White House. They may take a lot of inf- you know a lot of things from the White House when they move. Were they were they in? Uh, you know, I can just imagine what when they move out of the White House, you know, what they take. But you know, that's that's my understanding. Let's go to the phones real quick. Uh, Tom from Port Wing. Tom, uh, what's on your mind this morning? I'll, I'll comment about uh, the shout out to all the way back to the Reagan administration. Uh, they have 
the archives people have shouted out to everybody to to fess up and bring their uh, documents forward. So, what are these documents? I mean, I guess we can only surmise or or, or or wonder, but what what are these documents, Tom? I mean, I don't think that there's too much top secret stuff. At least I haven't heard with President Biden. Have we heard top secret documents? Well, there most certainly could be, and the reason why people actually go for the holy grail is the you know top secret stuff is because they've got a leg up on uh, what's going on in other countries, and you know you can do things, you can do nefarious things, or you can, you know, advance your uh, financial situation. So there's a lot of reasons why people want to hang on or get their hands on those. But um, the reason I called this morning is because there's a vote in Minnesota going on as we speak. And do you remember, Kenny, back in the day when it was like 11 o'clock or whatever, and they'd have that little thing on the trailer on the TV. Parents, do you know where your children are? Sure. I don't know. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. And and in some communities, they actually sounded uh, the whistle, the the noon whistle at like, like uh, yeah. 1030 or whatever the curfew time was. Because if you were a minor, parents needed to know where you were. And that's why they ask you, what, do, parents, do you know where your children are? And, you know, I have to ask that same question today. Uh, you know, what, what I'm talking about is SF1, which is being voted on probably as we speak in the Senate, That that's the uh, PRO Act. That's where, you know, you can have an abortion right up to the minute of birth. But along with that is a companion bill. They always tag on companion yep. bills. And that's SF70. And that is where a minor child can have an abortion without parental consent. That means her 19-year-old boyfriend can take her to a clinic and she can have an abortion performed on her and no need to bother the parents with all the details. You know, uh, it could be maybe uh, a person who's using her in the sex trafficking business, take her to an abortion clinic, and the parents need not know why, why bother them with little so, details yeah. you know, of what their, kid, their young daughter is doing? Now, that's a companion. You said SF-70? Yes. So it's easier to get an... Well, if this passes, it will be easier to get an abortion in the state of Minnesota than it is to buy a pack of cigarettes. Exactly. Isn't that horrific? I mean, of all the things, we as parents, you know, parents have a hard enough time... At least I think so. I mean, you know, trying to keep track of their kids, trying to keep up with school stuff, you know, and then to to deliberately your Minnesota legislators, and I have I have children and grandchildren in the state of Minnesota, so you know what, uh, you could curse me for being from Wisconsin and calling in on this subject, but I, I do have a horse in this race, okay? Now, to make it easier for uh, these children to go around the will of their parents, or let's say something terrible happens uh, to the child during one of these procedures. You know, not to mention all the, the bad dudes out there that could use this to exploit a young girl. But sure. what if something happens? I mean, are they, they going to, from the hospital bed, have the, your daughter call you up and say, well, you know, on the way home from school today, Dad, are we serious? I mean, 
your Minnesota sure. legislators should should know how you feel about this. That this is uh, the first thing out of the chute. Here we're going to pass something that we're going to go right. We're going to step right over. We're going to step right on the parents. Uh, on a, a very touchy subject to begin with. And that's why I'm always reticent to even bring this subject up. But, you know, I'm not the one uh, advancing this bill. I'm just an innocent bystander like most of Minnesotans are. You know, I don't think that that's what Minnesota wants. I don't think that's what Minnesota parents want. Unless, you know, maybe you know better than I, there will be people just, uh, you know, calling in left and right saying, yeah, that's what we want. We, we don't, want, don't even want to know what our daughters are doing. If they want to buy a pack of smokes, yeah, we want to know. But if they want to have an abortion, eh, that's not such a big Unreal. deal. Unreal. Tom, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, there you go, folks. So that's happening today in Minnesota, uh, SF1 and SF70. Uh, the vote will happen today, and if you are concerned, uh, at least let your state legislature uh, legislator know. And uh, whether it's in a, a voice of uh, approval or denial, uh, let them know. Contact them and let them know. We've got to take a short break. We're going to come back with our tax professional when we return briefly. Stay tuned. Let me tell you how it will be. Oh, yes, we have the tax man, the tax professional. There's one for me and 19 for you, uh, TJ from Thorlickson Tax and Consulting. Good morning. I, I do like that theme song. I'm going to start playing that when people come in the office. That would be kind of fun. Well, there you go. I mean, everyone loves the Beatles, huh? Exactly. You know, it's already a unique tax office. We might as well make it even more unique. So, well, so it's today, yes. Uh, I was going to say it's your time to shine. We're in your season, well, aren't we? Well, yeah, it's getting nuts around here, but we still are taking new clients, and I don't mind working late because we we do our best to help everybody. But I figured I'd give some people some really good advice for 2023, which is the most common thing I end up talking to people about after their taxes are done to make things simpler for next year. And you may think, well, it's too early for that. Well, no, it's almost February. And here's the thing. Most small business people, you know, they don't hire accountants. They don't have an on-staff person to do their books every month. And they kind of do it on their personal and their business out of one account. And you start saying, well, what did you spend on this? And they got to go through bank statements. And it's just a mess. And people always say, how do you make it simpler? Well, here you go. So this is what everyone should write down and tell somebody you know that has a small business. You just open up one account for the business, separate. And you make sure all your transactions for the business go through that one account. And then you simply add it all up and you're done. You don't have to sort your personal stuff out. You don't have to guess what was this or what was that. If you have more than one credit card personally, take one card and say, that's the business credit card. And all of those totals go over and it cuts like, oh, just dozens of hours worth of time out of bookkeeping at the end of the year for taxes. And it helps tax guys like me be able to go, well, let's make sure we don't miss any of those deductions because when they're all mixed in with your personal stuff, you don't, you forget, you know, and I don't remember what that was for. I don't know what I did with that. Well, that would in turn, that would in turn save them money too, because you're not spending as much time doing their taxes. So that's basically saving them money. Exactly. And, you know, like we talked, I don't know, two, three weeks ago about, you know, how much money gets lost. You know, I think I was saying that in the the last 10 clients I'd had, there was $120,000 that they had given the IRS that they got back, you know, because they weren't tracking things enough and we were able to find what they should have tracked. And it's, you know, pennies add up and this is why it adds up. And that's why people always ask me, 
Well, how does it add up so fast? Well, when you're self-employed on certain tax returns, you're paying your FICA tax, which is your share that comes out of normal paychecks, but you've got to pay that when you're self-employed, and then you pay income tax. And that's somewhere between 20 and 35% for that combination. Jeez. So you find a dollar, you know, I find $1 for a client, that's 35 cents in their pocket. You find them $100, see, it starts adding up. You find 5000 it really starts adding up. And that's why it makes such a difference to not, you know, keep track of all your expenses because they are deductible. Well, let me ask you this. When you're doing these taxes, you're looking at these businesses, uh, taxes, if you will, do you see a lot of them that have multiple accounts, multiple cards, uh, things that they shouldn't be doing, per se? Oh, yeah. And I see ones that have more than one business that borrow money between the two of them, and they do it through ATM machines. And, it, you know, it's just really, they, people are, you know, they're our own worst enemies sometimes because they just, they, they make it too complicated, and you just can make it very simple. And it just makes your life so much smoother. Well, that's good advice, and it's so nice, uh, so uh, good that we can come to you weekly on Friday around this time and talk to you about uh, this topic. And uh, people that are listening, they need to know how to get a hold of you so they can uh, get this done. Yeah, well, they just yell out the window because, you know, I'm always listening. (laughs) Yell out the window. Hey, TJ. Well, we know you're located up on Miller Trunk Highway. Where are you located? The hours of opera? Maybe where you're located and how to reach you, phone number, website. Yep. No, I'm up at the Gordy's Marketplace building up in Hermantown. But I do work all over the country, so people can do it video. People can upload stuff to me. They don't have to leave their home. Or you can give me a jingle. It's 218-279-1920. Uh, and then go with the Thorixon.com website. You know, people have been calling the radio station for you guys, and they're sending them up here. And so you can Google me. It's really easy. It's pretty easy to find me. And people ask questions, and we appreciate them because getting dozens and dozens of questions and emails a week. So don't hesitate to give us a call or an email to get some questions answered. TJ, thank you so much. And uh, we'll be back uh, next Friday, or Brad will be back next Friday to talk to you then. Sounds good. Have a great weekend. Thank you, TJ. You too. There you go, folks. Thorlickson Tax and Consulting, that phone number, 218-279-1920, or online, very simple, Thorlickson Tax, I'm sorry, Thorlickson.com. How simple is that? Thorlickson, T-H-O-R-L-A-C-K-S-O-N.com. We're going to go to CBS News here. I do have a special guest in the studio with me today. Again, Brad is off. Brad is fishing. Yeah, he went fishing, and I told him uh, to put a big uh, lure and or a big piece of bait on his hook so he catches a big fish, hopefully a state record. You know, the uh, sailfish, I don't know, uh be kind of cool if he caught the records. Uh, well, he did say that he's not going fishing for that. He's going fishing for uh, spotted trout and sheephead. Look up a sheephead fish. My goodness, that's a scary-looking fish. But uh, I do have my wife in the studio with me today, Jan, so she's going to be here just kind of hanging out and uh, chit-chatting as we go along. If you have any questions or comments, 218-722-0839. We do have CBS News. We'll be right back. KDAL time is 1136. Superior, mostly cloudy, breezy, 21 on the air temp, two harbors, light snow, 19. Moose Lake, some light snow falling, 23 degrees, and a lot of these areas have a pretty strong northwest-west wind uh, right now, so wind chill is going to be a factor here. 14 degrees in Hibbing and light snow. Cloquet, light snow, 18 degrees northwest at 20 miles an hour in Cloquet. 
And uh, we'll check uh, Aiken. Aiken checks in light snow, 19 northwest at 17 miles an hour. Uh, the phone lines are jammed. Uh, first up, Mark from northwest Wisconsin. Mark, it's been a while. Yeah, hey, uh, good talking to you. Hello to Jan. Um, I'm calling in about a topic over in Basewood County at the Basewood County Health Department. And I sent a link to you on uh, on uh, Facebook Messenger. And I encourage everybody, jump on Facebook and, and, and look for Basewood County Health Department. Yesterday, uh, they took a break from the, their typical COVID scare tactics, and they're promoting a focus group at the University of Minnesota, and they're looking for kids aged 13 to 19 years old to participate who have watched the Netflix show Sex Education. Now, remember, 13 to 19-year-old kids are looking for, and it says, uh, you know, hey, have you watched it? Would you like to call on you? You get paid $40 to be part of this focus group on a Zoom call. Now, uh, another commenter in, in, uh, on this Facebook post mentions that Netflix describes it as launchy, showing nudity and sex. The FCC hasn't rated mature audience. But Bayfield County Health Department and the lovely University of Minnesota think it's okay to exploit 13 and up children to this program. I don't know what it is they're trying to get out of it, but I, I'm disgusted, and I think many people in the comments section appear to be as well. And I encourage everybody to go over and check out Bayfield County Health Department and maybe share your thoughts on it. But I, I think it's disgusting that they're promoting Netflix. I think it's disgusting uh, that they're exposing children to this. You know, these, these are topics that uh, should be discussed at home, not on a raunchy Netflix show. No, the, the kids that are 13 years old, uh, they're still, uh, what is that, like ninth or sixth, seventh grade? Yeah, eighth, eighth, eighth ninth grade. grade, somewhere around there, yep. And, I, and I've seen this show. I'm guilty. It's raunchy. It's by no means sex education. It's a sexual comedy. It's uh, it's nothing a 13, 14, 15-year-old should be watching. I agree, Mark, and I'm glad you brought this to our attention, and I do have the link here. And they're offering these uh, participants, again, uh, this is Netflix. Have you seen the show Sex Education? And if you're between 13 and 19, the University of Minnesota is offering these participants a $40 gift card from the study for the value of their time. Wow. And this is approved and by I, the university, I, like you say. Yeah, it is. And, and then I, I've questioned the health department on who approved them to promote it. And what does it have to do with Bayfield County? It's a different state on top of it. But th th it's wrong on so many levels, the university level and the county level. And it's just, to me, it's almost like grooming. You know, they're it, exploiting it, kids, too. Like I said, this show is not truly about sex education it's a comedy it is rocky well that's interesting because when you read all the fine print here and there's a lot of it uh, we welcome all identities but particularly welcome lgbtq plus and bipoc participants to talk about your unique experiences interesting well i'm glad you brought this to our attention um and uh, we uh hopefully some people will respond yeah i'm looking at some of the uh comments here and uh, even the Bayfield County Health Department uh, says on this uh, post uh, there was overwhelming response, and the study was able to complete its participant recruitment quickly. Yeah, hmm. and then they, they also seem to detach from it in another comment uh, later on there. But another lady did post in there a state statute about uh, exposing children to uh, inappropriate uh, material. I, I'd like to find it here real quick. But pe people can go yeah. out and look at themselves, and they'll see it. But somebody actually put the state statute 
I think this would fall under that statute that they're they're exploiting children to inappropriate material, especially with a show like this that's rated mature audience. And even Netflix uh, describes it as raunchy. Well, I, I'm glad you brought this to our attention here, Mark. And I'm actually I've just posted this to the Sound Off with Brad Bennett Facebook page, so we've shared it there as well. Thanks, Mark. Yes, thank you. All right, so there you go, folks. What do you think of that? Uh, Wade, is that something that uh, 13-year-old kids should be participating in? Hey, we got a $40 gift card for you here. Come on. Here you go. Here you go. Absolutely not. And to finish that, I am not surprised at all that the the state-funded university would be doing something like that because this is Minnesota, after all. We were born ignorant, and we've been losing ground ever since. Yeah. I mean, my gosh. Boy, what would the uh, TV uh, uh, back in the day when, oh, I don't know, shows like uh, um, Ozzy and Harriet and My Three Sons? They had separate beds. Remember, uh, Ed Sullivan wouldn't shoot uh, Elvis from the waist down. That's right. Oh, boy. What would Ed Sullivan say? Yikes. Well, you know, and, and here's a good question to ask yourself, and, and nobody needs to answer this. They just need to think about this question. How come kids back in the 60s and even 70s, early 80s, were a lot better behaved than they are today? Yeah, I mean, these kids yeah. that are 13 and 14 years old, those are things that personally... I wouldn't want anything to do with them when I was 13 or 14, even 15 or 16. Those are things that were, weren't on my radar. No, you know what I wanted to do in the wintertime? I wanted to ride my snowmobile. Yeah, go to the playground, play baseball, yeah. uh, you know. And in the summer, I wanted to I wanted to go swimming in the gravel pit. And in the fall, I wanted to take my 410 single shot out and go shoot grouse. Oh, I miss my 410 single shot. I still have one. Darn. I don't even know what happened to it. It's oh boy. Okay. You know, what I, you know what I actually called about though is the nationalist Democratic Environmental Socialist Party and Joe Biden taking and putting a moratorium on mining in Minnesota. What a brilliant move on their part as far as being able to keep all of the children in, in the Congo and every third-world country slaves to digging the, the uh, minerals that our green energy folks so desperately want. Yeah. I mean, it is just an absolute crime. An absolute crime. Thanks, Wade. I've got to move on. Phone lines are lit up. Have a great weekend. Dan from Renshaw. Dan, good morning. Good morning. It's good to hear the, the K&J show today. Oh, finally, yeah. Finally, we have talk radio back. And we don't have a, and I don't want to put Brad on because I know that's inappropriate, but it's such a wonderful thing to hear people calling in and interacting and not hearing someone read something and uh, commercials. This is so good. And I really, I think it's the future. You, you guys can have, down the line when Brad retires, you guys can have your show and then do this because we need this. I miss, I miss all the callers. Remember the guy from the range? 
who would feed the birds and talk about the birds. And we had all these different... Oh, Donovan, yeah. Yeah, what happened yeah. to Donovan? What happened? You know? Well, you know, the time changes, and that uh, kind of... Uh, doesn't fit into some people's schedule, but uh, yeah, oh. I miss a lot of those callers back in the yeah, day, even yeah. those that we've lost. You know, and I think, I think of a lot of things. I think during this time, during this political time, at least, what would Rush Limbaugh be saying? But locally, what would people like Gary from Holyoke be saying? Oh yeah, yeah. I knew Gary. I used to go visit him, and he loved your station, and and it was such an asset to the the community. And I and I I hope it can evolve or progress back to something closer to that in the future but anyway i agree with uh you know the pornography that they're, they're promoting for the young kids and it is pornography it's it's talk, it talks about different things that we can't even talk about because you would get in trouble on the radio so uh why are these people trying to do this it's an agenda you know it's throughout the whole system the educational system and the political system and uh, we have to start Organizing, you know, we have to get back to, you know, fighting back instead of just sitting around and allowing these people to do this stuff. Well, you're right, and it's happening in in different uh, uh, arenas, if you will. You have drag queen shows, and you have young kids. Some of these kids aren't even 13. I mean, this study here is asking for 13 year olds, but we've seen some of the footage on some of the social media pages that we look at, and these kids are they believe in Santa Claus still. Yeah, I know this is perverted, and it's sad. You know, and part of it is, Kenny, is that a lot of parents aren't parents anymore. They're doing their thing. They're out to lunch. They're either involved in things that are illegal or or maybe they're just involved in their own personal lifestyle, and they're not parenting the kids. These are not the kids that are playing hockey. These are not the kids that are playing basketball or running track or involved in school. These are the kids that fall between the cracks that are, uh, you know, a lot of times depressed and angry. And so they're good targets. So they, they, uh, they get these kids, you know, and, and then they, they promote their lifestyle and they promote this and that. And then it, you know, it's so inappropriate. It should not be allowed in the schools. Should not be, they should be arrested. All right, Dan. Thank you. Thank you. Dan from Renshaw. Say real quickly, uh, you can buy, sell, or trade at the Duluth Gun and Knife Show at the deck. That's February 4th and 5th. Bring your pistols, rifles, or shotguns for sale or trade to exhibitors on Saturday, February 4th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And again, you can do that on Sunday, February 5th from 9 to 3. Tickets to the Gun and Knife Show are just $8 per day. Children under 12 get in for free with an adult. Buy new, sell the old, or trade in at the Duluth Gun and Knife Show at the deck. February 4th and 5th. We're going to take a Minnesota news break here and return with more of Sound Off. And again, Brad is off today. Brad is on uh, a short uh, a short vacation. Him and, uh, you know, I don't even recall. Did he say Kathy was going to be with him? I'm not sure. But uh, nonetheless, Brad is off today. He's fishing with his uh, a former Marine buddy. Well, a Marine buddy of his. Somebody who I believe them two were in Vietnam together. And uh, he's enjoying, I hope, some nice weather while fishing around the Jacksonville, Florida area. So Brad off today, back on Monday. And we're going to take this Minnesota News Network break. We'll be right back.
KDAL time, 11.54. When was the last time you heard Iron Man on KDAL? <laughs> I don't think Dave Strandberg's played that song. Maybe he has. I don't know. But, of course, that's Black Sabbath off the Paranoid album. That goes back to 1970. Yeah, that's by request, by the way. Wade wanted that for intro music, but uh, I just didn't have time to get to it. So there you go, Wade, a little Iron Man on a Friday morning here on KDAL, 11.54 the time. Uh, let's go to the Army Corps of Engineer adjacent to the aerial lift bridge. 21 degrees on the air temp. Winds are out of the northwest at 16 miles an hour. So very chilly out there. And with the snow that we got, the two inches at the National Weather Service, a lot of blowing snow out there still, but we do have sunshine and blustery conditions here in the Twin Ports, and that's going to continue. We're going to be cold for the next several days. Not much snow in the forecast. As a matter of fact, a 20% chance of snow continuing today, and I think the majority of that's going to be blowing snow. But nonetheless, tonight mostly cloudy and breezy. Two below if you're downtown Duluth for an overnight low. Tomorrow, downtown Duluth, mostly sunny and 9 and the winds tomorrow are going to be northwest 5 to 10. So tomorrow will be cold, but it shouldn't be too bad. Uh, winds will be relatively light to some degree, but don't let your guard down. And then uh, Sunday, mostly sunny and breezy with a high of 3. That's for downtown Duluth. Sunday, uh, winds will be west 10 to 15. So we're in a chilly pattern. I don't see any snow in the forecast now through Thursday for downtown Duluth. Yeah. We're just about done here with our number one. Say, I talked to a uh, a friend, David Brown. David Brown is a friend. He's also an author and a speaker. He's a former paramedic and police officer, and he's written a number of books. And my wife, Jan, who is here today with me in the studio, she's read... Uh, Jan, have you read all of those books or one in particular? Or I know you've got one in particular that really had an effect, but which which one are we... Do you have there? Okay, well, I started reading Daddy Had to Say Goodbye. And I, it's funny because it's funny that you say that because when I started reading it, it was really hard for me at first because I would literally every, I just would just break down because of my past history, but I'm not going to get into that. But, so so um, you've, you've, you've read the book. Yeah. And, and, and again, we're going to talk to David Brown. Now we're going to talk to him in the one to two o'clock hour. Right around that bottom of the uh, news hour, CBS News at the bottom of the hour. So right around one thirty-five-ish, uh, David Brown will be on with us. And uh, I go back to uh, my days living on 8th Avenue East. And I want to sh- wait to share some of this with Dave. But uh, Dave's family uh, grew up right next to the Callaghers, in between the Callaghers and the Babbitt. Bag- Bab- Babbicks, my goodness. We had these row houses. There were these townhouses, rather, on 8th Avenue East. They're still there. And the Browns were in between the Babbicks and the Callaghers, and I knew his brothers. And one in particular, I'm going to talk to Dave about his brothers because Ricky Brown was quite the guy, the late Ricky Brown. But we're going to talk to David Brown in the final hour, right around one thirty, and we'll save all that good stuff for then. One fifty-seven, the time. We're just about ready to go to our top-of-the-hour news break here, so we're going to do that. And... Uh, If you want to be a part of the show, uh, write this number down, 218-722-0839. That is the number to call the KDAL studio line. Now, if you're still looking for the 800 number or the toll-free number, it's 1-888. Maybe you want to jot this down for future reference. KDAL studio toll-free, 888-532-5610. 
And I'll bet you didn't know that that is 1-888-KDAL-610. Yeah, kind of cool. 15 below at Seagull Lake, Minnesota this morning. That was the 6 a.m. reading. We're going to get a 1 p.m. reading from, actually, this comes from NOAA. And uh, NOAA is the one that provides the coldest and warmest temperatures in the U.S. on a daily basis. 15 below this morning at Seagull Lake, up the Gunflint Trail. Coldest in the lower 48 so far. I have a sneaking suspicion that at the 1 o'clock check, we're going to find some western locations that are colder. But this morning at 6 a.m., 15 below at Seagull Lake, coldest in the lower 48. And again, the National Weather Service, 2 inches of snowfall at the 10 a.m. check. And that might be where we stay because a lot of this now is blowing snow and what have you. But uh, we're done with hour one here. We're going to go to CBS News at the top of the hour. Stay tuned. We have two more hours. Yeah. And again, we're going to talk to a local author and speaker and a friend of mine and my wife's, David Brown. So stay tuned. We'll be back. Thank you.